Welcome to the podcast for St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School Sherman Center that's in Random Lake, Wisconsin, north of Milwaukee and south of Sheboygan. We're pleased to share with you recent sermons and Bible classes from our congregation. We welcome you to join us for Divine Service Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We have Bible classes currently offered at 8.15 a.m. on Sunday. Join us to receive the Lord's Word and His gifts. Very good. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm 80, say it with me. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth. Before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up your might and come to save us. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we may be saved. O Lord, God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You have fed them with the bread of tears. You have given them tears to drink in full measure. You make us an object of contention for our neighbors and our enemies laugh among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine that we may be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it. It took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shade and the mighty cedars with its branches. It sent out its branches to the sea, and it shoots to the river. Why then have you broken down its walls, so that all who pass along the way pluck its fruit? The boar from the forest ravages it, and all that move in the field feed on it. Turn again, O God of hosts, look down from heaven and see. Have regard for this vine, the stock that your right hand planted, and for the son of uh, from whom or the son whom you made strong for yourself. They have burned it with fire. They have cut it down. May they perish at the rebuke of your face. But let your hand be on the man of your right hand, the son of man whom you have made strong for yourself. Then we shall not turn back from you. Give us life, and we will call upon your name. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Let your face shine, that we may be saved. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our memory verse for this week is from John 14. Say it with me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, you, there you may be also. Our catechism, you shall have no other gods. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. To employers and supervisors, 
Masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Do not threaten them, since you know that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. Ephesians 6, verse 9. To youth, young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. 1 Peter 5, 5-6 Our first reading today is from Isaiah chapter 52. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Your watchmen shall lift up their voices. With their voices they shall sing together. For they shall see eye to eye when the Lord brings back Zion. Break forth into joy. Sing together, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. There ends the reading. I love that line. For they shall see eye to eye when the Lord brings back Zion. Uh, That will certainly be the case when we uh, resume corporate worship here in about a week. Our narrative reading and reading for catechesis today is from Acts chapter 1. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and with his brothers. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples. Altogether, the number of names was about 120, and said, Men and brethren, this scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke before by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered with us and obtained a part in this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with the wages of iniquity, and falling headlong, he burst open in the middle, and all his entrails gushed out, and it became known to all those dwelling in Jerusalem, so that the field is called in their own language Akeldama, which, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his dwelling place be be desolate, and let no one live in it, and let another take his office. Therefore, of these men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to the day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And they proposed two, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, O Lord, who know the hearts of all, show us or show which of these two you have chosen to take part in, his, in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. 
and they cast their lots, and the lot fell on Matthias. And he was numbered with the eleven apostles. Good. So let's do some catechesis on this text. How many believers were gathered together? (laughs) Yeah, we usually hear about, you know, in this case, the 11 or the 12. Um, But note that the number of disciples, followers of Jesus, numbered about, according to verse 15, that's right, 120. So, yeah, when Jesus goes about um, from Galilee to Jerusalem, there's quite a crowd that's going with him. Why had Judas betrayed Jesus, according to St. Peter? Look at verse 16. That the scripture had to be fulfilled. And what scripture, or who had prophesied this? You see in verse 20. That's right, David in Psalm. This is Psalm 41, verse 10. What does it mean that Judas fell headlong? We know this from the other from the Gospels. That's right. That he hung himself. He fell headlong. Now this one's maybe a little bit trickier. <laughs> it's uniquely recorded here. Uh, this is the kind of thing that the children really enjoy, right? A little blood and gore. Why did his body burst open and his intestines spill out? Hmm. Why do you think um, Saint Peter? Well, here Saint Luke notes this. I'll give you a hint. It has to do um, with Judas's betrayal, I think, and also um, when he betrayed the Lord and what Jesus himself said. When Jesus was at the table with Judas, he said, one of you will betray me, right? Who dips the bread with me? And uh, that was on the night that our Lord instituted the Lord's Supper, right? Now, uh, this is maybe a, a difficult teaching. Uh, not one that's entirely popular, uh, even among Christians, uh, still the truth. St. Paul records in 1 Corinthians 11, uh, beginning of verse 27, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, so and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, that is not discerning the body and blood, Um, drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep, or that is, euphemism for dying. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, lest you come together for judgment. All right. So, yes, Judas, uh, this, what's recorded here by St. Luke is a sign of the judgment that our Lord actually declared against him as he um, ate of the bread and drank of the cup, uh, but did so not believing you know, in Jesus, actually uh, even betraying him, did not believe his words. Uh, what is the fitting connection to the name Field of Blood? Think, what, what did Judas do toward our Lord? He betrayed him. He betrayed his brother. Think field of blood, uh, Genesis 4, uh, the first children Adam of Adam and Eve. 
Cain and Abel. Remember how um, Cain betrayed his brother and killed him, right, and spilled his blood. And um, it is said that Abel's blood cries uh, from the ground for vengeance, cries out to the Lord. That's, again, Genesis 4. What Psalms did uh, Peter now quote about Judas? I said before he quoted Psalm 4110. Um, Psalm 41.10 is, is actually, But you, O Lord, be merciful to me and raise me up that I may repay them. That's not the right. Oh, here it is. Verse, it's actually 41 verse 9, not 10. Even my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. Jesus um, referred to that. Here in verse 20, he's quoting um, Psalm 69. How could he just quote these Psalms? Well, he actually had them memorized. <laughs> this is their, their hymnal, their prayer book. Uh, let their dwelling place, excuse me, uh, let their dwelling place be desolate. Let no one live in their tents, okay? That's how it's translated from the Hebrew. So uh, maybe Peter's quoting the um, Septuagint, the Greek Old Testament. And the other Psalm, Psalm 109, verse 8. Let's go there. Uh, verse 8. Uh, ah, yes. Um, let his days be few and let another take his office. Uh, going back a few verses. Set a wicked man over him and let an accuser stand at his right hand. When he is judged, let him be found guilty and let his prayer become sin. Let his days be few and let another take his office. All right. Um, that's also a helpful thing to do when you see a quotation in the, um, in the Bible, is to go and look at the broader context. Um, and then you'll see, oh, I understand why Peter um, quoted this text here, Psalm 109. He's thinking of the larger psalm and the context of the man, of the wicked man who betrays the Lord. The false accuser. That's what that psalm's about. Do these passage, passages, though, really support the filling of the office that has been made vacant by Judas's betrayal? <laughs> we know how this story plays out. Um, the Lord says no, actually. Um, he would choose Saul, uh, later to be known as Paul, to take the place of Judas, not, not Matthias. Because who actually fills Judas's office? Who's the one who chooses um, the apostle? It's the Lord Jesus, right? Yeah. According to Peter, what is the requirement um, to be an apostle? See this in verse 21. Therefore, of these men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went out and among us, beginning from the baptism of John, to the day he was taken up from us, um, one must also be an eyewitness of the resurrection. All right, so th uh, this is quite a crowd, even from Jesus' baptism in the Jordan, um, that have been following him. There apparently are quite a number that could be chosen from who've been with Jesus the whole time and have seen him risen from the dead. Who did the disciples then propose? We have two characters. Verse 23, Joseph called Barsabbas, surnamed Justice. You know, so Joseph Justice, Barsabbas, son of Saba. And then also Matthias. How did they choose between the two? That's actually kind of a perfectly good way to make a decision. <laughs> Not knowing which, they prayed, and then they cast lots, you know, a dice or something like that. 
to choose, and Matthias was chosen by them. It's uh, just a funny side story here. Uh, a congregation I, I'm aware of in Indiana that uh, was calling a pastor, and um, rather than make a decision, I think this is actually in their constitution, um, they just put names in a hat, name, men that were qualified uh, to fill the office. Um, I think, yeah, they were all, had been vicars at the congregation, so they had been uh, trained up in that congregation to be pastors. Put the names in the hat, um, and then just drew a name out of the hat and called that man, uh, and he accepted. So it's kind of a, a fun story. Rather than overthink it too much, um, just choose a list of candidates that they know are appropriate, and then uh, and then just leave it to uh, the spirit to work through. You know, chance. <laughs> pretty pretty amusing. Um, and been faithfully serving there uh, probably now eight eight or nine years. A little meditation on this text. Jesus preached for three years, but there were only 120 who gathered to await the sending of the Holy Spirit. In this world, the church is often tempted to pursue techniques for successful marketing and tempted to measure her success in numbers. The church is never to be about marketing and numbers. The church is identified only by her teaching. The church is where the word of God is proclaimed in its truth and purity and the sacraments are administered according to the institution of Christ. That's the Augsburg Confession, by the way. So the place of Judas was to be filled by one who was a witness of all the work of Christ because he would be charged with the proclamation of Christ crucified and risen. Only when two candidates who had been examined and met the requirements as witnesses to the work of Christ did they then resort to casting lots. The disciples, though, were told to wait in Jerusalem for the coming of the Holy Spirit. But St. Peter was driven more by his own senses than by the Holy Spirit. He thought it essential to replace the vacant office. There must be twelve. But there was not a clear directive from the Lord to do so. Only later, in the choosing of Saul in Acts 9, was the choice of the Lord made clear. To speak nothing against Matthias, of course. but he was not the one of the Lord's choosing, although undoubtedly the Lord worked through him regardless. We sing our hymn for this week, The Head That Once Was Crowned With Thorns. once was crowned with thorns, is crowned with glory now. A royal diadem adorns the mighty victor's brow. The highest place that heaven affords is his, his, his by right. The King of kings and Lord of lords and heaven's eternal light. The joy of all who dwell above, the joy of all 
belong to whom he manifests his love and grants his name to know. To them the cross with all its shame, with all its graces given, their name and everlasting name, their joy the joy of heaven. They suffer with their Lord below, they reign with him above, their prophet and their joy to know the mystery of his love. The cross he bore, his life and health, though shame and death to him, his people's hope, his people's wealth, their everlasting feet. Welcome, Nancy Scott Graff. Uh, we're in Random Lake, Wisconsin. That's uh, north of Milwaukee and south of Sheboygan on the uh, east side of the state. We confess together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We confess the, or excuse me, we pray together the collect for this week, <clears throat> for Easter 6. O God, the giver of all that is good, by your holy inspiration grant that we may think those things that are right, and by your merciful guiding accomplish them. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray today for the preaching of the Holy Cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, for it spread throughout the whole world, for the persecuted, and for the sick and dying. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray for all who graduate and complete their studies, that God would bless their transition to new adventures of life. We pray for all our first responders, doctors, nurses, and those who work in nursing homes and hospitals on the front line of this pandemic. We pray for a great end to the school year for our children, teachers, and families. We pray for an end to anxious thoughts and constant worry, that God would provide peace and joy in this and all circumstances. We pray in thanksgiving for the gift of life for Rosemary Grace Allen and for ongoing healing for Dick Horn. We pray today for those uh, who celebrate anniversaries, Eugene Rice, and for those who have requested our prayers for illness, my aunt, Carol Hawk, Marcella, Jan, Brad, and Janet, Carol, Chris, Sandy, and Wendy, 
Linda, Joan, Ken, Aaron, and Brian. We pray for our homebound, Willis and Janice, Mickey, and Bev. Pray for those grieving, the Rush family and the Bean family. And we pray for those who serve as missionaries, especially the Federowitz family. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray together Luther's, or excuse me, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sermon Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org, that's stjohnrandomlake.org, slash support, and give today.